Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deanna Minnick. Welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast, where we explore how you can get some more color, creativity, and healing in your everyday life. We get to look at the spectrum of eating, living, feeling, and creating that you're all about. So let's dive into the inspiration and information rainbow that awaits us. This is Dr. Deanna. Thanks for tuning in to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. In this session, I'm interviewing an artist. Her name is Manami Lingerfelt. And I came to know about Manami's work some years ago when I stumbled across it, I believe just on the internet. And it was really intriguing, very intriguing art, very mystical, very colorful very organic, lots of circles and beautiful shapes. And so I've been intrigued with her work all along and never really had the chance to have a heart-to-heart discussion about who she is and how she got to be where she is now. So in this podcast, you're going to learn about her and her creative process. And what I'd like you to take away from it, at least this part, if it speaks to you, is how creativity belongs to all of us. We are all artists at our core. And she talks about her source of inspiration. And I think you're going to find that to be very interesting as well as inspiring. So here we go. All right. Okay, everybody. Uh, Manami Lingerfeld, uh, welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. It is so Amazing to have you as part of the show. I've been wanting to interview you for a long time. I, I really, I, <laughs> you're an artist and I've, you know, I even had you make some, um, some paintings yeah. for me some years ago. So it's such a delight to have you. So welcome. Thank you so much. And it was like a first, I mean, I got some project from you and it was full of inspiration and I was always curious about you and what you do. I briefly know what you do and uh, I admire your knowledge, but also it is so exciting to see you in, I mean, it's not in person, but I mean, can talk, be able to talk with you. And I know, very- it's, that's the beauty of doing a podcast. I get to talk to all right. the people I really have wanted to have conversations with. I mean, if, if people don't know your paintings, I, I really want them to take a look because they're mystical, they're magical, they're otherworldly. Uh, I, I don't even know how I stumbled across them, but they are just fantastic. And um so before we even get into all of the art, which is the juicy part, uh, right. I, I want to ask you a question. It's a very basic question, and it's something that I ask everybody who comes on the show, and that is, what is your favorite color? Yeah. You know, do you have a favorite color? Oh, I mean, you're an artist color? who works with so many colors, so you know. what, what would you say, at least right was, now, is yes. your favorite? Um, you're talking about my favorite color. Yeah. I had some of my favorite color along with my like uh, birth storm, which was peridot because I was mm. born in uh, August. Mm-hmm. So like a uh, light green, I really like it. But also I love uh, um, aquamarine or aqua color, and like light gla- light blue. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> 
automatically like I have so many pictures I use so much blue <laughs> I was going to and, say it would have yeah. to be just knowing your art a bit I just felt like it had to be kind of that light blue like a sky blue because right. I see it a lot in your paintings yes I do oh. but um, basically I don't have I mean uh, of course, I do have some favorite color, but I think I love all the colors afterwards. Uh, and all the color changes depends on the combination of other color. Mm -hmm. So even just a pure orange and, you know, or I like orange together with gray mm. or mm -hmm. something. I like the, all the color depends on the, what kind of combination you can make. And I decided what I like. So very hard to tell only one single color. I mean, I like any color depends on the combination. I like pink and black. But again, white and black, some people say it's not color. It's just the lightness and the darkness. Mm -hmm. But still, if possible to talk about the combination of the color together with lightness, darkness, I really like the combination with color together with something another color you know that, that's such red. a good point what you're saying yeah. about combinations that colors usually you know right. we don't think of them in isolation as much as you know how they yeah. fit into a room or how it fits yeah, into exactly. the outfit that, that somebody is wearing or yeah. but yeah you know some people do seem to have like that favorite color that they liked ever since they were three years old or <laughs> you know yeah. and they don't know why and right. but, you know you're you're um you know yeah. goodness you're an artist and you work with color as your medium and so I can imagine that your relationship with color is a bit different than most yeah. right so most of the color are lovely <laughs> I know Depends yeah what you combine with and, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I like when I paint a picture, some color like suddenly popped, especially because I use a lot of blue and uh, turquoise color. And sometimes if you just put those color on the canvas, it doesn't really appeal. Mm -hmm. But if you combine it with several different colors together, suddenly those blues are pop and float inside a picture and I like that moment like a color started to have a life itself and started to flow inside a picture and it is like a of course you know those are like a work of art but also I feel like somewhere third energy third okay, me and canvas is that you know like a, each other to create art hmm. me and me and the painting and the canvas. But I feel like uh, there are extra one of power coming through when I create those combinations. Not only like one color, but started to put many different colors. Then suddenly one color I really care was actually flowed together with other color. And that's the moment I really love yes. <laughs> to play with the color. It's like an orchestra, you know, one instrument by itself right, is, exactly. is good, but yeah. even better when you have this team, this, oh, yeah. so many different yeah. sounds uh, okay, just okay. coming together and, and having that moment. You know, I'm kind of curious as I listen to you talk about color. Right. Now I really want to dive into your process. I want to yeah. know... You know, definitely I want to back up into your story and how you got into art, but I'm just so curious right now 
what is your painting process? You know, how do you, when you're standing before a canvas, like you were saying, it's kind of the relationship between you and your, your canvas. Yeah. But how does it start? Like, do, how do you get inspiration and how do you yeah. find yourself <laughs> behind a canvas ready with a paintbrush? Right. Um, Sometimes I get um, quite a similar question from many people. And uh, I just thought about inspiration. And uh, many people are looking for inspiration. But I sometimes look for the inspiration. Of course, I have a conscious that I always appreciate the inspiration. But when I paint picture, I don't think anything. I just start. Even don't waiting, don't wait for the inspiration. Um, more like uh, I just start, and along with it coming suddenly. Like uh, even I make a uh, one line with brush, and then oh wow, maybe I decide I gonna paint from this line and growing to a tree, and then maybe I gonna put leaves, and then I gonna make a background. I just build by myself one by one when I create art. So. Unless I do a mural project or some project together with other people, I will sketch and I really, really need my idea. But if I just paint for just like a you know, work for artists, I just start without thinking. And I believe inspiration comes along with it. But if I don't take any action, pretty much uh, I don't have inspiration. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I do have, but I don't know how to pull out unless I started to take action myself. Yeah, wow. You know, I really like that. It's almost like you're saying, yeah. it's like life, you know, sometimes yeah. you just have to start Very flowing much. and moving yeah. and then it starts That's to build momentum. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I think looking at your paintings, painting right. for you is a spiritual process. Of course, it was a long time ago. I was not sure what is life for, why I'm living, all these things. The early twins, I was early 20s, I was really confused myself. I didn't really understand why I wake up every morning and then, you know, living. And, mm -hmm. But slowly, you know, gradually, I understand I'm living for to be happy, to be kind to others. And, you know, just to, I wanted to experience this life so much. And that's something I really understand. That's why I came here. I live here. I chose my parents and living my life. And uh, anyway, what I believe is more like uh, mostly based upon uh, how to be kind and how to be a good person. But again, I'm not perfect. So learning how to forgive myself, because if I can forgive, I believe I can forgive others too. Yeah. And also... About the spiritual practice, I like this, um, our father who art in heaven, hallowed by thy name, those, uh, um, way of player. I think that was like, uh, Jesus shows the other disciple, one of the disciples asked, can you teach us something like a really easy way of playing? I want to memorize or something. Then, so the, Jesus taught disciple mm -hmm. about this player. Um, there are many different variations, but basically talking about um, how to play simply but daily. <clears throat> and I appreciate that um, player. I try to repeat this word uh, at least once a day. Ah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, some people say that the action and just the saying is different. But for me, talking is also one of action. And by talking something, a positive word, uh, 
I think I give some positive word to the outside world, even nobody listening. This is the outside world from me. So <laughs> I store inside the positive world, but at least I took action of giving my positive word to outside world. Mm -hmm. Nice. There. That is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Also, I believe um, we are all made by light, love, and uh, patience. And those three things, I mean, uh, that God was made by three things. That's something I believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He was made by love, and God was made by light and uh, patience. So if uh, I talk myself like uh, I am the light and love and patience, then I became like a little closer to the, what God was made of, which is me. Because I believe everybody has a God or a piece of a God, a whole God inside. We just don't know how to put out all this quality of God to outside world. Mm -hmm. So I just try to tell myself, like, this is the kind of, like, I don't know. If, yeah, it's like I, I don't embracing know. those qualities, right? And, and having those come That's, through. Yeah. Hey, Minami, I'm, I'm curious. You know, right. you have so many gorgeous spiritual type paintings which one do you feel like you resonate with the most? Like, if you can just, is there one painting in yeah. particular that you yeah. feel like you're very much connected yeah. to, maybe even more than the others? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yes, I do. I'm sure I do. And, uh, of course, um, like a, some picture, some subjective manner, it's more easy to express spirituality than another subjective matter. Even though many paintings are abstract style, I use some kind of symbolism sometimes and uh, let the picture start to, I mean, let picture can have a story inside and uh, um, hmm. Like, uh, for example, this oneness picture I paint uh, for your commission, which is um, seven integration of a seven picture put together into one picture. Yes, yeah. yeah. I love that uh, one. My, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful right. painting of many different colors and a person. Right. Yeah, really being nourished. Mm -hmm. Right. This is uh, so interesting just because, you know, when you go to, I never really done so much about, you know, muscle training, you know, they go to the gym and uh, get trainer and uh, they're going to give you all the kind of advice while you are working out. And uh, like, you know, when you make uh, muscles, you not you are not just moving the muscles, but you got to imagine which muscles you are moving for while you are Walking out with that specific muscles, you get to also think about that muscles in your brain and think that you are walking specific muscles in your arms or you know the specific place in your brain while you are walking it really so mm -hmm. it's the same thing as like when I paint a picture and if you like specifically put the subject inside the picture, it has more enhanced meaning that's what I feel so when I painted this oneness picture with, um, this was like a connection between energy or spirituality between together with the food. So yes. the more easy for people to illustrate it and understanding 
what food converts to energy and what does to you. And uh, that picture was um, really like uh, gives me great input for my conscious that so when I eat food and because I know the picture and I saw it so when I eat like a green vegetable I feel like I'm more conscious about my heart you know uh, yeah. and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. right when I eat nuts you know more like I started to feel like a productivity or um, like a human relationship intimacy and mm-hmm. something like that it's really like uh, interesting even just I don't think it's only psychological thing just because I also believe our body is made by two things. One is how you think and what we eat. And those things create our body. So that's what I believe. So I like um, that a lot. So you're saying yeah. um, two things com- comprise us, right? How we think right. and, and what we body. eat. Yeah. Right. It's different forms of um, nourishment, different forms of intake. Right. Minami, how did and then, you even... then both have to be effective too. Yeah. Yes. Go. Yeah. Please finish that. So, what you were saying, because I, yeah, I like yeah, sure. where you're going with it. <laughs> All right. So, um, so each time I eat the, those things, to, just it gives me like a great boost in my brain. Like you know, it's like uh, when eating red stuff. Like I feel like my blood is like running through my body, kind of thing. I believe in imagination, power of imagination, very very much. So. Um, just because also it shapes my body too. And in this way, art is helping for me to visualize and gives me extra input of visualization because for me, very important to the visualization. So I can be more closer, my ideal to the um, reality. Mm -hmm. I know even though I'm quite far away from the ideal person, but anyway, I try to boost myself every day because of that reason. Sometimes I go up, sometimes I go down, so I have to to keep lifting myself. And I also believe, um, you know, the bad things are unhappy things or even like feel just no good. It's like... We, we don't need effort to feel bad. We don't need effort to feel unhappy. Those kind of emotions, you know, we don't need to effort to feel negative. But to feel positive or happy or lifted or enjoy life, I feel like I need extra work for it. I, mm-hmm. I need to make myself joy. I, I just cannot be just happy, happy person without having anything. Um, I, I feel like I'm self-generalized enough to be able to say I'm happy, but to really enjoy my life, I needed to put some effort on my life. And so when I think about that, I really appreciate to be able to give boost and you know, effort to be happy by looking at something or to be able to paint a picture by myself, to make, to get skilled to make myself feel better by eating right is another thing very important for me to eat right as well yeah well and and like you said you know you do your best and and i don't think you get so attached to that right you just kind of i think the more we get attached to the outcome and how we're doing things and being perfect it just draws us away from where we really want to be exactly 
Manami, I want to back up and normally, you know, I'm doing this interview with you in a little bit of a topsy-turvy way where, you know, we're just diving in because I'm so curious about you and your views and uh, really yeah. respect you and, and enjoy your painting and your work. Um, so I'm curious about your upbringing. Yeah. So you're from yeah. Japan, you know, just yes. what, who inspired you as you were growing up? You know, um, how did you come oh, yeah. to become an artist? How did you first yeah. discover this gift that you had wow that's a like a big story i mean it's it a is. big story actually but you know i told you at the beginning i was really confused at the early 20s looking for myself and almost i felt like so destructive every day because i didn't find out the meaning to leave so i was pretty much an irresponsible person in japan kind of a black sheep and uh, I was graphic designer for one and a half year but I didn't feel like anything ambitious with being um, graphic designer I felt always wrong with being a graphic designer too but I didn't find uh, who I want to be and I took off traveling in India and still I didn't find it but more like inspires me the places and the people, especially India and Nepal. Um, also, in the end, coming another country too. And depends on the environment, the people act really different. And uh, also, I met many different people in there. Um, I just realized that some people never confuse about their identity. At least uh, when I get impression from the Indian people. They grow up like if they if you were born in a child shop, child shop, making a child all day, all day, all their life, and uh, their son become a child shop owner again, making a you know sweet tea chai. Mm-hmm. But but they they don't really like a struggle. Like in Japan, I saw so many young people <laughs> when I was young. You know, see like. A, I don't know. I don't mean. I don't find that meaning in what I'm doing. I became a designer, but I really don't feel any passion towards what I'm doing. Kind of thing. Mm. But when I went to India and see those people who are actually no choice to become anything else but chai shop owner or you know um, some other profession in India. There are lots of like. If you're born in a musician in India, there is no way you can get another work, but you have to be a musician. You know, you have to always take over their um, their work, their business. And uh, it's really stru- stru- strict. And they are also going for it. Then, so I see like a lot of people who are really into what they are given to. And then what I could do in there, I got like a sudden, because I quit job on early 20s. I just thought I would destroy myself if I stay in Japan more than mm-hmm. necessary. So I quit job as a graphic designer. I took off the traveling. I see those uh, people who are just uh, so not confused and do their job so good. And uh, then slowly, I don't know, it's just, I met so many people. Um, just some through people, your travels, or right, I yeah. travel, mm-hmm. and then, so many tourists too. Most of the time, and then I met like a maybe like a first very big influence was my first husband, I guess. But I maybe half mind I don't want to admit just because 
um, I already divorced and I have a new husband, so, but I guess um, I learned so much from the first traveling and the first husband. Uh, he was Swedish and we traveled five years everywhere in India and Sweden, mm. two countries. And I think half of the two years I stay in India with him, half of the two year and a half I stay in Sweden. Um, then I slowly pick up like just the basics of life, I guess. And uh, it's just so hard to tell everything all clear why I became an artist. But long story short, I came back to Japan after mm. 10 years of traveling. And then the reason I could go back to Japan after 10 years of away from Japan and traveling everywhere, um, first I got daughter and I just understand actually who I wanted to be. It's the first I was so excited to become mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Do you think that that sparked some of you becoming oh, an artist? Also, but this is like a... It's not only artist, but um, more like like a human being. And then after mm. I get daughter, and then I have to live my life with a, you know, two rates girl. And so I suddenly realized I need a job <laughs> because I was kind of like a, living like a hippie, make money in Sweden, working in a half year, and then saving money, come back to India, and maybe like two three years just like wandering around, making music, of course. And then, but then, then after my daughter became two and a half year, I suddenly realized I need work. I needed to make money. I needed to stay in some place in the house and uh, socialize because I started to meet some of uh, all this like a tradition and all this stuff because I wanted to pass to my daughter. So I went back to Japan, and then meanwhile I met one guy who actually living in America. So I moved to America and started to leave. But this guy was not really like uh, the person I was not um, thinking about. So I really quickly divorced. And then again, I divorced again. I was just alone with my daughter and then really, really became a serious problem that I didn't have a job. And so, and at the same time, I needed to divorce this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's like a story is so crumbles now because it's not really like a uh, simple story. But anyway, two divorces in America needs lots of money. <laughs> Maybe you know, but anyway, I didn't know. So I talked with uh, some of Japanese people because I didn't have so many friends in Japan. Uh, in America, I just came to America for like uh, two, three months. And uh, anyway... I just uh, met a group of Japanese people. Some of the Japanese people asked me to paint. Ah, because, uh, see, there you go. And I was, right. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been painting the pictures on the kitchen table all the time, hmm. all the time. And uh, whenever I feel like I didn't know how to express anything, I just start to paint a picture to just run the time, kill the time, chew myself, clear my head. The painting or drawing was so much helping me. So I just paint like a um, little picture on the kitchen table. Oh, and then, yeah, the, this person saw my painting and she said, My husband is going to build a hospital in San Francisco. And we need some painting. Maybe she wanted to have like a six or seven big painting. 
And she said, I'm going to pay you $3,000 if you paint six pictures. Wow. Um, big picture, like a uh, 40 by 30 uh-huh. inches. It's not that big, but for me, it was big in that time. <laughs> and But I painted and uh, she likes it. She bought it. So I got money. And with this $3,000, I could divorce him the way I like to because I hired a lawyer. And then after I get kind of like uh, gaining some confidence back, you know, after divorce mm-hmm. process and also being in an unfamiliar place together with my daughter who doesn't speak so much English in that time. And me, myself, also, I didn't speak so good English like now I do. I don't speak too good yet, but much better than 10 years ago. Mm. And so all these things, I mean, uh, so slowly I get confidence because of that, and I could divorce him. Then I start to do show. First time I did show after divorce, some people who saw my painting again give me an invitation card for the show and first time uh, I understand uh, what to do to make it happen out of show before ah. I even didn't know what is out of show and uh, I asked so many people in here <laughs> what is out of show you know and uh, um, so I prepare got the canopy tent and the frames and everything to display my art and first show I actually did um, like a very first show. I made fifteen hundred dollars, and I was so thrilled. Oh my god! I make fifteen hundred dollars for two days selling my art, and I was like so amazed about this. Was um, about maybe like a thirteen years ago. And, so it's uh, almost like you know, it's dispelling yeah. this idea that artists don't make money. You know, that there is so much abundance within being creative. Right. I mean, uh, it's uh, also this country, America. I mean, uh, I didn't really, like, uh, find out uh, great how great it is. But in America only, I think, there is such a thing called art show or craft show. And also so many other opportunities for the entrepreneur like, you know, the artists who created their job. And Japan also is a democratic country. But compared to America, I think a lot more opportunity for the even like a minor field of entrepreneur business people can be successful in America. Because I think people also, I don't know how to exist, but one thing I can tell you is great for but people support second chance here. And uh, also people support something uh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, even not really functional, it's like art. I think, I mean, it's a tricky way to say functional because in some way it's functional for our soul and spirituals too. But, um, Hmm. Also, there, there are, I, I'm sure, another reason to have such a great opportunity for many different people who want to build their own business. Yeah. Ah, so, oh, what a gorgeous path yeah. you've been on, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, 
you know, being a traveler, yeah. you're, you've been a, an adventurer, and I really like the story of how somebody discovered your artistic ability from a small sketch, yeah. just even on your table. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just, so, I love it, and, and your story just, teaches us so yeah. much. It's a, it's about, uh, you know, letting go, it's, it's um, welcoming that abundance, and just, I, I kind of feel like you were being led in different directions, and you followed, and uh, yeah. it's, it's really... And now when I look at your art, I mean, gosh, I mean, you're very well known. You, you go to a variety oh. of different art galleries and exhibits and you showcase your work. Right. I mean, people know who you are. And so it's so neat to see the seed of what has happened yeah. and, and how it blossoms. And, and you're that flower. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you are. <laughs> yeah. Manami, it's been so yeah. great to talk with you. I um. You know, in, in our closing, yeah, you know, just in our closing moments, what would yeah. be, what is something you'd want to say to everybody about creativity? What, what would you want for them to walk away from this discussion remembering? Yeah. Um, you know, even like uh, people think, uh, like some people said I cannot paint or something, but I think everybody can paint everybody and just have to do it and uh, the moment of taking action is a moment of uh, creativity i think so just like a more like a close to braveness or college maybe more college to take action on this college to communication in college i feel many things to give action takes college but if you know that then give a little college and take action, take a pen, and even like a behind some paper, if you start to do something like a, that's the start moment of creativity. So I think most important is taking action. Even speak out is a you know first step of taking action, and from yes. there we can take it. So. Beautiful. Like a, I wrote yeah. that down. I wrote that down. And, and you kind of, I mean, even your process, yeah. right? You don't wait for inspiration. You right. just take action. And so. Right. The one thing, one last thing I was thinking yesterday, you know, I, I got like a email from Heather and she said, 10, 15 is the time to talk with you. And after I discovered, she just actually like, uh, explained me today. She said, how many was 10 in her time and one o'clock in this time. And you know, Diana, I cannot wake up too early every morning. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday when I was reading this 10, 15, I was almost to cancel and going to the switch to different schedule so I can wake up. You know, I will not oh, miss the okay. interview. And uh -huh. then I actually, because in the very end of the email, you have a two tabs. One is change date, one is cancel. Uh -huh. And I thought, well, you know, if I can take uh, this uh, um, choice, uh, I'm going to click on the uh, change date. And I, I click on it. And then they said, she will not accept this change or something like that. And I thought, well, it makes, uh, makes sense because I changed already one time. But in that time, I just pulled my teeth out. So I didn't want to talk in the wrong way. It was really difficult to pronounce because all the airs come out from my front teeth where they pull. I didn't have a front teeth before. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, I'm fixing now. I'm going to bridge and everything. It's on the way. It's all great. But so 
But I'm so glad I could talk with you. <laughs> Me too. I, I'm so glad yeah. that this happened. Thank you so much. Right. And um, yeah. yeah, and thank you for being an inspiration to the world. Uh, your oh, paintings you are, you are a blessing. Yeah. They're really fantastic, oh. and I would encourage everybody to check them out. Manami. I'm so grateful that you pick up me too. Thank you so much. I don't know where you found my art, but very first time you sent me a letter that you wanted to have um, the the psychedelic bubble picture, the colorful, yes, only yes. like a psychedelic picture, and I was really amazed too. So thank you for finding me too, Liana. Yeah, I'm a and, and if people want to find you, <laughs> yeah. uh, they can find you at your website, right? Isn't it manamilingerfeld.com? More like www.manamiart.com. There we go. I'm sorry, sorry. Manamiart. Manamiart.com. Sorry, I just mixed up. Excellent. With my, yeah, yes. <laughs> All right, Manami. Thank yeah. you again so much for, for being with us for this podcast. I learned a lot, it's and it's, it's so mm -hmm. nice to see into mm -hmm. the life of somebody uh, who really has gone yeah. with the flow. So thank you. Mm -hmm.